Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Back for another exciting episode of Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee and myself as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. And we're going to talk about some questionable advisors this week on the podcast, some red flags to look out for. Got some fun titles for these, Sean. I think you're going to dig some of the names that we've come <laughs> up with uh, for types of advisors that are out there. And, uh, you know, we'll have some fun with this. What's going on? How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. I, I think this is a topic that may get me in trouble with some people, but um, okay. All right. we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see how it goes. That's right. Well, you know, this is, uh, this is our podcast right before... Uh, Labor Day. So uh, Labor Day is getting ready to happen here in a couple of days. So you got any big plans? Or are you chilling out? We are going to, now wait for it. We okay. are going to a sixth grade and an eighth grade football game that my daughter is cheering at. Nice. So, okay. hey, I mean, it's it's really it, it's really serious stuff. Big time. Uh, but she's going to have a ball and she she's, I, I go to watch her. She does a great job. Good. And, That's fine. You know, the football is sixth and eighth grade football hey hey we were there once you know <laughs> uh, i remember man I, I used to love going to my my games at, at that age man it was so exciting so much fun i enjoyed it right you got to play the game you got to and hang out with your friends and stuff but uh, that's very cool so it, it cracks me up because we're you know my kids go to catholic school and they've got this beautiful turf football field mm-hmm. that the you know is on the high school is for the high school team but the middle school uses it just the same, right? Nice, so right. you got these eighth. When I was in in school, it was like this tore up. Grass, oh yeah, it was a dirt crap field, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and now they're these kids don't know the difference. They're playing on these beautiful in these beautiful stadiums and turf fields. That I know, right? You're like we, we kind of harken back, and you go. Oh, I would have been. I would have been so good on that field. <laughs> oh man, I look at the high school field that my my boy wants. He wants to eventually play high school baseball with right. on that team. And I mean, they, they've got an all turf infield. That's awesome. Like, you don't get a bad hop in the infield. Nice, very good. Everything is pure. Nice. So very fantastic. Well, good. Well, good luck to her. I hope she has a good uh, a good cheer outing there. And everybody, I hope you enjoy your uh, Labor Day weekend. And, and of course, we're going to be into September. We'll be back with more episodes as always. But for today, let's knock out these questionable advisors, some red flags to think about. If uh, one of these strikes, uh, you know, kind of, kind of strikes a chord with you, as maybe someone you're talking to, then reach out and get a second opinion from Sean and the team if you're not already working with them. So let's start with the guy with the hammer, Sean. <laughs> That's well, I mean, <laughs> as the old saying goes, if the only tool you have is a hammer, then like, anything, everything looks like a nail, right? Exactly. And and so he's the he's the guy. If you talk to an advisor and and really like really quickly, you know, you had your initial discussion, and within the first fifteen minutes, he's like, you know what, I've got the perfect I solution think you need, for you. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You're gonna need this. This is the perfect solution. It's gonna fix all your problems. That's probably a red flag. And there's a good chance that, that he recommends that exact same product or service to, right, yeah. to everybody he sees. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be great for you and you and you. And with, with really no time or, or energy put into into planning. I gotcha. Yeah. I think we see these kind of at these bigger brokerage houses, right? Where everything is cookie cutter, mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, this is the product du jour, right? It's the product of the day. So let's push this one or whatever the case is, or the plan of the day or the strategy of the day, whatever it might be. So uh, I like that one. So yeah, these are some funny titles, but yeah, if you see this, it's probably a red flag to Sean's point. All right. How about this one, Sean? I love this one. The oxygen hog. <laughs> 
<laughs> These are some great titles. Uh, this is, you know, what is it? God gave us two ears and one mouth, right? So we could listen twice as much. He's. This is the guy that, that tells you everything about how awesome his company is. Or, you know, in that initial discussion, he's ta- they're talking about his credentials and his background. And I've been, I've been an advisor for 30 years and, and look how, because I've been around, you should trust me because I'm really, I'm really good. And, and his favorite stories are, are about him and his, his company and all that stuff. And in most cases, here's the, here's the problem with, with that. I, I think it's important to understand like, okay, is my advisor, do they have the background? Do they have the expertise to help me with, with the problems that I have? But if the advisor is doing most of the talking, they're not able to understand or hear your problems or hear your problems yeah. when they should be doing most of the listening. Yeah. You know, so there's a fine line between talking too much and telling you how awesome we are. Then, okay, here's here's who I, who we are. This is our expertise. Now let's find out what problems you have and, right. and help you to solve them. Yeah, I mean, I think you, you know, you certainly want to find the person that's got the right set of credentials. Then you want to, you know, have somebody that knows what they're doing. But at some point, yeah, the conversation should be mostly about you, and you should be doing most of the talking in these meetings. A lot of times, as the client. Now, of course, Sean and I are here on the podcast, and we're going to be yammering on because that's what we have to do, right? But when you come in and sit down with the team at Retirement Elevated, you should be the one doing a lot of the talking, so they're able to hear and understand what's going on with you and learn more about what you're looking for and what you need, and then they can do you know, some of that addressing those things. And we'll get to some more of that as we move along. But I think that's a great way of looking at it. I love that title as well, The Oxygen Hog. <laughs> uh, all right, The Car Trunk Operator. This is the next one. Now, I don't want to disparage anybody's business, right? And, and everybody starts off someplace. But again, what are you looking for from your advisor? If, if you're working with somebody who's literally operating out of the trunk of their car, do they have the experience or the expertise that you might need at this stage in your life? You know, I, I think that when you first get into this industry, whether it's, you know, you're with an insurance agency or you're independent or whatever it may be, you're willing to do just about whatever it takes to get in front of, in front of people. Sure. Right. And, and that, in a lot of cases that meant, you know, going to, to homes and sitting down at the kitchen table or sitting down in the living room and talking and really just bringing everything with you, all the presentation materials that are, you know, they call, call them the car trunk operator because they open up the trunk of their car. Right, right. And they got all that stuff in there. Their life's in there, yeah. And, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm saying that, that when, you're, when you're newer in this industry, you're just willing to go out and, and you're, able, you're willing to just drive. And I remember when I first began, I would drive to Vernal, which is like three hours away and back in the same day to meet with one person just because I, you want to, you're doing whatever, whatever you need to at that time to, to help, help people. Yeah. So you're probably dealing with somebody who's newer, who, who hasn't been around a long time and who hasn't set their sights on or set their feet in and in working inside of an office. Uh, not a bad thing, but just know that they're probably a little bit of a of a greener, a little bit greener. greener yeah, planner. that's what I was yeah. gonna say. Yeah, you know, and Sean, you know, we've talked about this before, but if you think about the fact that for the most part, right, we've been on a bull run now eleven years. Uh, there's actually advisors out there who have never experienced a significant or prolonged downturn because they've mm-hmm. been an advisor for seven years or eight years. Which sounds, I mean, that's great. You've been working, you know, for seven or eight years, but you've never seen a prolonged experience, you know, a prolonged downturn. Yeah, we've had some blips, but nothing like you know, oh eight or oh nine or you know, oh one two three, you know, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Bear that in mind. Uh, and let's do the opposite of the car trunk operator here. This is the expensive 
but the empty suit. This is that, you know, the Taj Mahal palace that they've constructed and, and you know, maybe maybe more flash than circumstance or than uh, than substance. That's what I'm looking for. More flash than substance. Yeah, I, I mean, there's there's this stigma in our industry that that you've got to have the fancy car, the fa- big fancy house, and the fancy watch, right? It shows that you're successful. I can tell you right now, I've seen guys with the fancy car get the car repossessed. I've seen guys with the fancy house have the house foreclosed on. You know, a lot of that stuff doesn't mean a whole lot other than look at how successful I am. And that's actually talked about in some of these in some of these larger firms like show that you're successful. Wear the wear the big expensive suits, drive the fancy car, have the big house on the hill, whatever whatever right, it may right. be. But you can also research your advisor as a as a consumer and you can see if they've had houses foreclosed on, cars repossessed, you know, if they've settled judgments and things like that just through the SEC's website. Mm, okay. Yeah. I mean, cause you want your advisor to be, I, I mean, I would like my, to know my advisor is successful because that means I, they, I feel like they know what they're doing. Right. But mm-hmm. there's that level of, are you just showboating to showboat? And, and that can also be a turnoff for some people as well. Right. So there's a right. lot of that kind of, Who's the right fit for you? You want to see that they're doing well, but you also want to see that they're doing so well that that's all they kind of care about is like, look how great I am or kind of thing, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yep. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. All right. So how about the non-answerer? Uh, this And there's nothing wrong with not getting an answer that day, Sean. If somebody comes in and asks you a question and you just don't have the answer right then, that's there's nothing wrong with that, right? Because it's like, oh, you know what? I'm not entirely clear. Let me find out. We're going to get that answer. We're going to get it, you know, get it back to you. But if it's more the situation where when you're asking a question, it never really gets answered. It always kind of spins off into something else. Yeah, I think there's there's two sides to this, right? The the non-answer, which I think which we're talking about is a question is asked, you know, tell me about your fees. And they kind of dance around it and they pivot to something else. Or, you know, tell me exactly how this works. You know, they don't really answer that answer that question. Yeah, you know, that that non-answer. You could if you can't get answers to your questions when it comes to work with an advisor mm-hmm. very quickly, or or just fun about the fundamentals of how the plan works and what the fee structure is going to be. I think that's a little bit of it of an issue. Sure. I think that's oh, a yeah. lot of an issue. Absolutely. Uh, on the flip side of that, you know, that non-answer. There's there are some questions that are just I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're just complicated. Let me get the answer. I'll get back to you. you know? Let me find the answer and I can get back to you. But the you know, the non-answer, in a lot of cases, they they don't want to tell you the fees in or whatever you know whatever it may be. They don't want to tell you the answer because they think it may hurt the sale in air quotes, or they just don't know. The guy that dances around th- those questions may be a red flag. Yeah, and let me preface by saying, or well, I guess preface, I guess we're at the end now, but you know, this is we we said guy, but it could be guy or gal, right? It could, you know, so yeah. we don't want to want to pigeonhole anybody. There can be, you know, any either one of these types of things. But if you've seen some of one of these, you know, five types of situations, then it could just potentially be a red flag that you know it's not the right fit for you. Whether it's the the person with the hammer because they're trying to put you in this cookie cutter thing, or the person that talks too much instead of listens to what you need, you know that kind of thing. Maybe the the too inexperienced or the too experienced, right? Maybe you're looking for mm-hmm. something a little bit more in the middle, or just that evasive non-answer that never really answers the real questions that you're trying to get to the heart of. So those are some potential red flags to why you want to find the right advisor. And honestly. 
I think, Sean, most advisors out here are trying to do the right thing, right? They're trying to do a good job. And that's why many of them offer complimentary reviews and so on and so forth so that you can see if it's a good fit both ways, right? Both sides of the street. Exactly. I mean, an advisor that you meet with, they should remember one thing, that nobody cares about your money more than you do. Shouldn't, right? (laughs) Right. I don't want to care about the families that we represent. I don't want to care about their money more than they do. But on the flip side, I'm a steward of their plan and I'm a steward of making sure that what they want to accomplish, mm-hmm. we put them in the best position to, to accomplish those those things. And there are a lot of good advisors out there. It's just a matter of finding the one that fits best with you with what yep. you're trying to accomplish and what your personality is. Yep. Checks, checks those boxes. Exactly. Yep. All right, folks. Well, there you go. That's going to do it this week for questionable advisors. So a couple of things to look out for, some potential red flags. If you've seen some of these and you're thinking you'd like to get a second opinion, reach out to Sean and the team at ElevateMyRetirement.com. That's ElevateMyRetirement.com. Subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, whatever platform you'd like to use or do use for your podcasting needs. You can find all of that there. Again, at ElevateMyRetirement.com. A lot of good tools, tips, and resources. And you can reach out to the team to get something set up as well. All right, my friend, I'm going to let you go. Have a great, uh, well, have a great Labor Day and enjoy the uh, football game. Hey, thanks, man. We'll talk to you soon. We'll see you next time here on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.